This NFL Week 16 Picks Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under to cash in. Head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head to head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stack of the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. What's up, Sean? Uh, you know what? I uh, we're on a double header. I changed my garb. Unfortunately, I forgot to change uh water jug. Sean's Jersey still rocking the black Brian Dawkins. Yes. I like it. Midnight black. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Good times. And uh, good times for the Eagles, man. Seven and seven in the hunt for the playoffs. Like I mentioned on the DFS show, cashed my lock, of course, of uh, you know them going to over six and a half wins. Easy, easy, easy money, right? Congratulations. Thank you. I'm pretty stoked about it. Pretty, uh, you know, it's good times. Holidays are happening. Bowl season is upon us. Uh, make sure to check out the. Uh, did a couple already of the uh, college bowl picks podcast. And we got another one uh, dropping later on in the week. And if you're going to uh, any of the bowl games, make sure you go to tickpick.com, the original no fee ticket site, tickpick.com slash SGP and uh, guarantee you the best prices on all of their college football tickets. So much so that uh, if you can find a better price, for the same seats, you won't be able to. But if you want to try, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in purchase price. Again, go to tickpick.com slash SGP to check out some of these uh, college football bowl games. And they have they have tickets for everything. NBA, uh, NHL, they got it all. Ryan, do you have the uh do you have the music? I always have music, Sean. Let it rip. SGPN presents 
Real men of DGENs. Real men of DGENs. We salute you. Abdul Malik McLean, former USC football player. He was arrested Monday on federal charges of allegedly orchestrating a group of college football players in a scheme to claim fraudulent COVID related unemployment benefits, uh, 10 counts of mail fraud and two counts of aggravated identity theft. I do not know how that works, but uh, sounds like uh, McLean's in a bit of a trouble, a little trouble here. 36 fraudulent claims were made for uh, these benefits applications sought nearly $900,000 from EDD. Wow. So, uh, yeah, last year he, he played on uh, USC. <laughs> Congratulations. I mean, that that's, that's, it, uh, you know, part of being a DJ is that hustle, right? Yes, exactly. This was last year, pre NIL deal just needed to get uh maybe that would be hilarious. If uh, like the unemployment benefits uh, ended up sponsoring him. Uh, as his, uh, yeah, that would be great. Well, all right. It would only be fitting, right? That's the, oh yeah. <laughs> what now that they can actually legally sponsor him. That would be great. If he, <laughs> he got picked up. All right, let's do it. Let's talk uh, NFL picks Kramer. All and right, of course th- that the, of course, a real mm-hmm. meta DJs as always brought to you by propswap.com promo code S G P. All right, Sean, it is it is Christmas week. We still have, uh, I may have said we don't have Thursday night football uh, anymore. We do have Thursday night football. My bad. It turns out it's between your guy, Mr. Kyle Shanahan and my guy, Mr. Mike Vrabel, the Titans hosting the Niners. This was minus one for the Niners on the road in the look ahead, Sean. It's now minus three and a half minus minus one seventy-five on the money line. Titans plus one fifty-five. Forty-four is the total. Uh, what am I missing here, other than people buying back into this crappy Niners team that they deserve to be laying three and a half points on the road? Short week, Christmas week. Mike Vrabel, Ryan Tannehill, this Titans team. They, come on, of course they win this game at home, right? Nope. Wow. Give me, <laughs> give me the San Francisco Forty ers Ryan. Gonna need to call Kobe for some aspirin. I think I might be having a heart attack. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's you know it, it's one of those things where uh, yeah, I mean I'm tired of losing money betting against San Francisco. Much like the uh, you know I talked a ton of smack on the Titans, and then one day just switched, realized they were tightening up, and went all in on the Titans. I'm gonna do the same thing for this 49ers team. They're just. I mean, they're just firing on all cylinders uh, as, as annoying as it is to watch, they can't be stopped as far as running the ball. They're a very physical offense and defense. Kittle is playing out of his mind. Uh, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all in on this 49ers team. The 49ers lead the NFL in red zone touchdown rate. Um, This is a crazy stat since joining San Francisco in 2017, Garoppolo is number two of all quarterbacks in third down EPA play behind only Patrick Mahomes. That's kind of crazy. I, I don't even know how to start to wrap my head around how to explain that. But uh, what I would like to say is listen, listen, bro. Shanahan just had a revenge spot. He showed up. Well, he beat the crap out of the Falcons who get beat up by bad, by good teams, by decent teams. 
And 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 frankly, we know what Shanahan is. You don't you don't lay points with Kyle Shanahan on the road. You you don't lay three and a half points with Kyle Shanahan on the road. This man is twelve and thirteen. I'm um, twelve and twenty three when favored. Sorry, now it's thirteen and twenty. He's thirteen and twenty three as a favorite, <laughs> and it's against a guy like Mike Vrabel, who's going to be like, look at this twerp with his flat brimmed hat across the field from me. I'm not losing to that. I, I know it's it's a, a bit of a bare bone situation for the Titans, but they need one one win is going to go a long way for them to kind of seal up a spot in the playoffs and I like Ryan Tannehill in this dog spot. Look for him to get his legs going as well. Give me the Titans plus 3 and a half at home. You want to do some prize oh. picks? I'm all in on uh, I'm all in on the 49ers. Hey, I, honestly, like Let's my, go. I don't know what's going on here. I, I room I, room spinning for you, Ryan. It is. It's uh, maybe it's a little hot in here too in this in this fabulous lock dog tees uh, uh, hoodie I'm wearing. All right, you want to throw your uh, your first prize pick prop out there? Sure. Now I know I just picked the 49ers, but I think they're going to get it done on the ground. Uh, I'm going Jimmy Garoppolo under one and a half passing touchdowns. And of course, these numbers are courtesy of prizefix.com. Head over there, prizefix.com, promo code SGP, get that 100% deposit bonus. Uh, uh, what's your first one, Kramer? I completely co sign that one. I think, I actually think no matter how you think this game goes, I think this is a game where they're going to be looking to run more than they pass. I don't expect him to go over the one and a half. I co sign that one, Sean. Who's your second? My second, George Kittle over five and a half receptions. Again, the guy's a machine. I, uh, I I'm just leaning into uh, uh, being a huge 49er Homer right now, but yeah, Kittle five, six catches. It's easy money. I know you mentioned and, earlier uh, today, we, because we are doing a Wednesday doubleheader earlier today on the DFS show that uh, you were really hung over. It, it, it must be because you're throwing out Kittle, you're throwing <laughs> out Shanahan. Uh, you're giving up on. I life, did dude. take. I did take under on the Jimmy G passing touchdown, so I do have that going for me. Last one, give me Deonta Foreman over 46 and a half rush yards. This guy's a beast. I mean, he. It could be the dread effect where he just looks, you know, like a badass because he's got the sweet dreads going. But I mean, he runs hard, and uh, yeah, I think they're going to give him a ton of carries too. Coming off a hundred yard game, 46 and a half is very doable. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't mind that angle. Uh, I actually uh, haven't given out my second. I dabble. I thought about going uh, Foreman instead. I went Tannehill over thirteen and a half rushing yards. That just felt silly. Uh, he's putting the team on his back. He's going to be running the ball in this one. And then my third, another rushing prop, another over. But it's Debo Samuel thirty one and a half. Hmm. I'm done. I mean, well, I mean, obviously this dude's getting carries. And he seems to be efficient with them, so I'm gonna ride the Debo uh, Samuel train, and uh, we'll call that a five to one, five to one uh, free play right there. Uh, I yes. don't know what loses there. Maybe it's Debo, but feels pretty strong. The, the Tannehill, five. yeah, sorry, the Tannehill thirteen and a half yards rushing prop is crazy. Yeah, he loves running, and I do. I I like that angle. Prime time, he's gonna be doing whatever it takes um, to get some rush. You know. A lot of times on these primetime games, I feel like it's a good play to take the QB over rushing yards. All right, Ryan, let's get to uh, the rest of the week before we do that. Shouting out win bet. 
That's right. Bet big win bigger with win bet W Y N N B E T.com. Oh man. They have a sweet offer for new players. Bet $5 win 400 on uh, the, I think it has to be a minus 120 favorite or more. So again, really good chance of uh, hitting that and uh, scoring a bunch of free play. Again, I am in love with the uh, parlay wheel. Good. Lay down a sweet parlay, and why would you not be laying down some sweet parlays? Hopefully, you put the Saints in a, a parlay last week, and you can cash big. Wynnbet dot com. Bet big, win bigger with Win Bet. Let's go, Kramer. What do we got? Real quick, while I'm still isoed on water jug, Sean, we're gonna. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. For that scam, I mean the chat is on fire. Colby is my dad. Four twenty <laughs> over on YouTube, youtubecom slash podcast. Very upset, uh, you forgetting it's uh, Scamahan as he's pointing out. Um, Sean, come on, you love to hate guys who you can rhyme with scam and give them a sweet, sweet nickname. Christmas I'm turning a new leaf. I'm trying to. I'm trying to throw my, uh, you know, my uh, cooler action over on the. Uh, well, you know what it is. You didn't like it when that listener told me I was the heel of the show, and so wow. I think you're you're coming for that belt. Moving over to Saturday, <laughs> Christmas Day football. What could be better? Uh, a compliment. It goes really well. I guess some people watch NBA on Christmas Day, Sean. Uh, but for me, two games of football just fine. Cleveland heads to Green Bay at one thirty on the West Coast. This line is seven. Packers laying it. Minus three thirty on the money line. Browns plus two seventy. Forty four and a half is the total. Ah oh, man, I mean, I, I don't know what you do with this Cleveland situation, but they it doesn't seem like I know they need this game, and I know you're going to say it's a must win, but boy, it really seems like Cleveland uh, has Pittsburgh on deck. And they hate Pittsburgh, and then they have Cincinnati yeah. after that, and I think a lot of their playoff hopes are going to rely on those two games. And I wonder how healthy they're. I mean, this is a t- it's hard to bet this game Wednesday, December twenty second. Um, all I know is Green Bay's going to my teaser. That, that that's that's the handicap on this one. Green Bay's going in the teaser. Uh, Green Bay is dialed in. I guess they could lay an egg here, but I I just don't see the motivation angle for Cleveland. Yeah, and and you know Packers are trying to get that one seat. They're going to be super motivated. I mean, they have the Vikings on deck, but. I don't see that being really a uh, much of a look ahead spot. Uh, they got Bakhtiari back finally, and that should be helpful in uh, blocking Miles Garrett. I just I can't really, yeah, I just can't trust this uh, Browns offense to go on the road and put up any sort of points. I mean, yeah, I, I know it was Nick Mullins last week, but still, uh, I think it's just their their offense is too one dimensional. It's just it's just Nick Chubb and was you know, Nick Mullins granted, the problem? No, that's what I'm saying. I I don't even know if it's if it, you know, getting Baker back is going to be a massive upgrade from what we saw to Nick Mullins. I just think they struggle to put up points. It's it's pretty simple. And um, yeah, give me Green Bay minus seven. The number's a little big, but Green Bay also too dominant ATS this season, coming off a rare win, no cover for them against the Ravens. So I think this is a great get back spot for the Packers. Uh, minus seven feels pretty good. Yeah, and uh, you know, funny enough. Uh, sitting in third place after those Packers and those Cowboys in the ATS record is the Detroit Lions. So big, big. They're tied with a couple teams, but round of applause to the the, the Detroit Lions for holding down the the podium spot right now for ATS <laughs> record. 
Uh, I mean, I mean, come on, we don't hate the Lions, and that's why. Like the Lions aren't the Jags because they cover the spread. Uh, little cons- last thing I'll throw out: uh, this is a very lopsided game uh, for good reason, I think. But Packers are getting a ton of the action and the money. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Green Bay definitely going in the te- the Christmas Day teaser. Indy, the nightcap, five twenty on the West Coast, eight twenty local time. Oh, I'm sorry. Five twenty local time. This is wait. Does Arizona have? Is it six twenty in Arizona? They they might not be observing uh, daylight <laughs> savings. Colts take the road, head to the Cardinals, head to Arizona, where this was minus four on the look ahead. Arizona would be a close your eyes special, Sean, but it's now minus one. They're favored, so not a close your eyes special, but still three points a line movement there. That's crazy. Minus one twenty on the money line. Colts plus one hundred forty nine is the total. Uh, other thing, and we were kind of talking about this pre-show, but does Carson Wentz get up on Christmas Day, or is he a little more concerned about not wanting to show up the good Lord and and mm. outduel Saint Nick potentially on Christmas? This is a tricky one. This is a tricky handicap for me. Uh, because the simple side of it is just simply they beat the Patriots, huge letdown spot. Meanwhile, Cardinals got embarrassed by Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Is there any other play but Arizona minus one? Yeah, no, I'm 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 with you. I'll go Cards minus one. I I am worried that we may have to dust off the old Cliff Kitchens nickname. Mm. You know, we got we got ten wins. He was figuring out ways to win without Kyler, and then that was a that was a very Cliff Kitchens uh, performance there. Uh, against the Lions losing in Detroit. So now, yeah, they got to throw everything at this Colts team. And you're right. I, I I think it's a massive letdown spot potentially for the Colts. And yeah, obviously they're just going to hand it off to uh, Jonathan Taylor, a bunch of the cards cards defense. I mean, with the exception of uh, losing to the Lions, the cards defense has been playing pretty good. I, I like a bounce back spot for them. I think because it's Christmas too, it won't you know, Cardinals have a similar issue with as the chargers where like, you know, opposing teams, fans show up a bunch. I don't see that happening because it is Christmas. So I think a lot of Colts fans won't be traveling to this game. I did come across this nugget though. Uh, Carson Palmer said Kyler Murray's leadership deficiencies are concerned, which is uh it's pretty rare. You see like a, a former player taking shots like that at Kyler Murray. I, I think this is going to be a nice uh, bounce back spot for the cards and and they need this game. I guess you could obviously, you know, Colts need it as well, but I, it, it really feels like a letdown spot for them. And I, I think, you know, these Carson Wentz turnovers are eventually going to uh, going to cost them. I mean, if, you know, if new England doesn't get that punt block for a touchdown, good chance, uh, good chance new England gets that victory. And I think uh, you know a couple things. One, to your point, I think the Cardinals' defense versus the Colts' offense is an interesting matchup, and 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 Carson Wentz making mistakes is always on the table. I think the angle with Carson with uh, Kyler not being a good leader. I mean, watch the commercials with him. He's clearly awkward. He's clearly your modern kind of millennial who is more comfortable interacting behind a keyboard or with emojis. Um, like I'm being, I I'm, I'm joking, but I'm also being dead serious. Like if, if Kyler Murray is not a leader, then I think the last game that the, the, the little nugget we extract is you look, you know, cause obviously we're paying attention to the COVID list 
and we and we looked to see who wasn't there last week, and it was center Rodney Hudson. What does that tell you? That tell that tells me that that dude might be the leader of that offense, and him mm-hmm. not being on the field made a material difference to the way that they played. And that what Sean, what did we re- say to ourselves? They looked out of sync. We said they looked like they were out of sync. Now, could a center meet all of that? I don't know. If 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 he's the alpha dog and he's the guy that keeps everyone on their P's and Q's, maybe. Now, will he be back this week, Sean? I don't know if you have a Rodney Hudson uh COVID update. I don't. Uh he's been on the list for a while now, so I'm assuming uh we will I'm assuming we know whether or not he's vaccinated, unvaccinated, and he'll he even has a chance to come back, but yeah, it's rare they miss uh, two games. So usually, if you miss that first one, you'll be back for the uh, you then, next game. Sorry, you then add in just what what Indy um, just did, and I I think I've already called it out, but I think that's a massive win, right? Like Jim Irsay, like the the word on the street is that he cares a fucking ton about beating Robert Kraft and inside the yeah. building, like that was a big, 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 big deal. So there's a clear and obvious letdown spot here. And then, you know, back to the Carson Wentz net, like, is he going to be real busy, like planning some sort of activity after the game? Like again, not joking. He's going to be busy doing a photo shoot with him and his wife and matching Christmas PJs with their dogs. So yeah, (laughs) she's a fucking dork. So Um, yeah, you got again, Arizona is the only side I can look to. Yeah, and and I do think you know as much as we give uh, Cliff grief, I, I think an extra week to figure out how to get the offense going with no DeAndre Hopkins, I think that will help them as well. Uh, and it would have been a close your eyes special if they were getting points. So, yeah, I think this is a massive bounce back spot for him. Well, and, and the line move, I mean, on top of three being a big look ahead line move, for it to be three across, like from four to one. There's just too much. I mean, last week we saw it, Sean. Denver, uh, the Cincinnati game moved from plus three to minus two, five point move. What happened? You know, you, you took you took Cincinnati because it was better value. All right, moving to Sunday, Tampa heads to Carolina, where the Panthers are eleven point home dogs, plus four hundred on the money line. Similar looking spread to last week, but it's not the Saints this week. That the Bucks have to play as minus five hundred favorites. Forty three and a half is the total. I don't know if I said minus eleven again. I mean, this is we're 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 kind of hitting like narrative plays we always play. They just happen to be correlating a little bit with the chalky play as well. Obviously, everyone's going to be on the Tom Brady bounce back narrative. Uh, we discussed this in DFS. If Antonio Brown is back, extra love because that's one of his dudes. And uh, I don't know what you make of the Le'Veon Bell news, um, but Carolina is like they're literally that insect that is sliding into your toilet. Like you flush the toilet, it's trying to swim to the sides, but it can't get a grip. And their season, the coach. I think everything is on the table for being able to re, being resettable. Uh, Bucks need this bad. Bucks roll. Yeah, I mean the the Bucks got shut out at home. I mean Brady is going to have a massive, massive chip on his shoulder. Although he doesn't eat chips, so you know maybe it's like a big, big bowl of like uh, unsalted guacamole uh, that he got from, <laughs> from some farm to table place. I mean, really my handicap for this, it's less about, it's almost less like the bucks bounce back, which I like that angle. But to me, 
I mean, this says it all. Panthers head coach Matt Rule says Cam Newton will start this week versus the Buccaneers. That's all I need to hear. Mm. Lock it in. Throw all <laughs> your notes out the window. We have been given a gift uh, by the gambling gods, and it is Cam Newton every week. This is also a great uh, addendum to the sentence. Sam Darnold has been cleared for contact and will also get some playing time. So they're going to be alternating between Cam Newton and Sam Darnold, hmm. and you're going to take the Panthers. Oh, I, that, that worries get, me. Sam Darnold against this passing defense. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not completely. Uh, Darnold away was pretty that. bad. But yeah, I mean, I think the rushing angle, like, too, they have to pass. Yeah. Now the counter argument is simply that maybe the Bucks are struggling without their receivers, and the Panthers seem to have a good passing defense, but. Yeah, but I'm I, I again, I think Antonio Brown, assuming he plays, he's going to be on uh, a good spot. I think Gronk's going to have a massive game. I, I don't know anyone on on Carolina that can really guard Gronk. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a great spot for him. And that's the scary thing is I don't know anyone betting on Carolina either. So uh, you no. know, again, we're on a very public side. What could there. go wrong? Giants head to the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are up to minus 10, minus 470 on the money line. Giants plus 370. 40 and a half is the total. Uh, I mean, what's what's the case for the for the Giants here? A lot of quit. A lot of quit in that situation. They do like oh, beating wow. the Eagles, though. A lot of quit, though. Yeah, they like beating the Eagles. Uh fortunately won a couple in a row here. They're and hot. yeah, I mean. Well, not the yeah, uh, not the Giants. I mean, in the rivalry, you've won a couple in a row. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Giants don't win a couple of games in a row. Uh, that would that would constitute a winning streak. Not not really a common uh, thing that happens to uh, Ryan. Are you ready to Are you ready to say Ben McAdoo is a better head coach than Joe Judge? No, no, absolutely not. Why not? I mean, it, it's it's just not. It's no contest. Absolutely no contest. That, that, that was a, better. Uh, McAdoo got them to the playoffs, though, right? But also, kind of was the beginning of the end, right? He was also the coach that orchestrated the boat trip. Um, the, like that, that there was just that that whole everything from that. Like I, we need to get rid of Shepard. He's the last tie to that. Everything else is washed clean. So let's just what else? Did, what else is there to talk? Should we talk about the fifteen other games? I'm sure people. No, don't. no, they, I got more. Uh, oh, I mean, okay. Eagles coming off, they put up 519 yards of offense, and that was without uh, their guards, who uh, should be coming back off the list. Nick Sirianni is in the protocol, unfortunately, so uh, not. I, I think he has a chance to be their game day. If not, that's going to be a pretty big uh, blow. Uh, also, interesting little nugget here: Miles Sanders most touches this season without a touchdown, 155. Nobody else is more than 75. So I think he's due in a big way. I uh, played him at DFS and yeah, I think he's going to have a nice game. I mean, who's starting uh who's your starting quarterback, Ryan? We haven't even talked about that. No, I mean, assuming it's Jake Fromm. He showed a lot more in that couple what are you waiting? For? Why are you bringing this up? It's going to, now I'm going to get all hot. Uh, why did I have to go through three and a half quarters of Mike Glennon before you threw Mike from or Jake from out there from at least had a little energy. He, he was trying. He wait again. Mike Glennon is a fucking pencil with a helmet on. I sound like Colby here, but uh, he's worse than a lawn chair. Cause he's not going to be something you can unfold again and use again. He's just going to snap like one of those number two pencils. We used to toss up into the ceiling in school. 
<laughs> How is this team not in auto fade? They have averaged 1.6 and change touchdowns under Joe Judge. Yes. Again, that's it's why McAdoo is a better coach. No. Um that's not that's not Joe Judge is slipping. He's slipping, but Ben McAdoo, he was the orchestrator of the beginning of the end. So I don't All like right. that. I'm taking I'm taking Eagles minus ten, obviously, but uh, uh you know, again, I think our offensive and defensive line will have a uh, field day against the Giants. But Brian, it sounds like you're not you're not taking the Giants. I mean, how can you take the Giants at this point? Auto fade. Give me the Eagles. You tried wow. to talk me off the Eagles last week. They're covering machines. I want money. Uh, come on, Ryan. Take the Giants. Come on. No, I'm not taking the Giants. <laughs> if I'm Please. if I wasn't so goddamn wrapped up in uh, in Christmas and the holidays, I would have cleaned out my locker already. Not and I'm not happy right now. Col- Colby is my dad for 20 saying um Minshew needs to start. Minshew is a better quarterback than Hurts. Dude, what game did you watch last night? Hertz had a great game. I mean, that one fumble, yes. Uh, the interception of, of Goddard was not his fault at all. That was like some freak weird play. But other than that, 20 to 26, 296 yards passing and three touchdowns, ran the ball well. Like, what what are you talking about? He looked all right. He looked good. What are you talking about? 30 points. That looks good. Chargers. Head to the Houston Texans. Texans are plus nine and a half at home, plus three forty on the money line. Chargers minus four thirty. Forty five and a half is the total. Oh, I mean, Houston just did what they do. They look really good against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and now they can go back to being the team they they usually are, which is a team that just gets beat up. And uh uh, yeah, I, I think the ch- the Chargers just got completely boned uh, in that last game. Like, how did they not win that game? So uh, I think just from a perception angle, Houston just had a nice big win. Chargers lost the game they almost certainly should have won. Uh, I'm laying the points here. The look ahead was ten and a half. We're getting a nice juicy one point of good line value there. Uh, I'm laying the points here. I, I think the uh, this is a good. As you mentioned, the DFS show maybe a week to target the Chargers in fantasy, uh, but also it's a good week for us to remember that the Texans are are just they're amazing at getting getting their ass kicked. And need I tell you that they've just owned the Jacksonville Jaguars? They've now won eight straight. So what happened last week was just them playing the Jags. That's all. So just like you would fade the Lions after they have a big win like that. The Texans, they took care of business. We were telling you all off season, this Texans team is not going to finish last in their division. Sean, uh, we have to pull up the. Oh man, we we we're going to be hit. We're definitely going to hit one of those. Uh, oh yeah, but a hundred percent because I think I had. Uh, well, I I'm pretty <laughs> sure I I need Tennessee to win because I I had Tennessee Colts. Texans, Jags, exact finish I gave out. That was like 40 to one or something crazy. And that's looking pretty good, especially if the Titans can sneak out a victory. And uh, me picking against them means they certainly will. All right. Uh, geez. I, I, I know where your head's at. I want to take the Chargers minus nine and a half as well. And they're on the I'll road. Tell you, yeah. I'll tell you what I'm worried about, though. No, Joey Bosa. He is, uh, he's out for the game. So that kind of, uh, that's pretty. That really makes a difference. He's he's essentially their TJ Watt or sorry, um, yeah. What's the uh, 
I'm sounding like an old man. What's the kid in uh, Pittsburgh's first T- name is TJ, T- right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. TJ Watt. He's there. TJ Watt. He dominates uh, defensively and really helps his defense. The other thing is like he, the chargers will let you run on them. And I don't even, I don't know if that really <laughs> is what Houston does best pounding the rock. Uh, Davis mills looks competent, but again, you, you nailed it. They're coming off a big win. AKA an actual win. And I think it's a huge letdown spot for them and, and chargers extra rest as well. Uh, I don't know. How's, how's that trend been looking? I think that's kind of slowly turning around, right? Yeah. It's probably like not worth looking at uh, in a handicapping sense, um, 18, 13 and one ATS. So not horrible, but I, I again, it's more just about Chargers on the road. I think they're going to be able to put up a bunch of points against Houston. And I, I have trouble imagining Houston competing and late breaking news from after we started the show, uh, Brandon cooks now also on the COVID list. Um, okay. So something yeah. to track there. All right. Next up. Oh, that, that's uh, and then, some- yeah, that's interesting because they, if I do pl- end up playing a Herbert stack, wh- who do you think is the bring back for Houston there? You almost like Jordan Aikens Co- cooks to play. I mean, it depends if you're, if you're, if you're stacking him with two receivers, I almost think you ignore the tight end thing and you, and you bring him back with like a Nico Collins or just, or uh Rex Burkhead. You saw the way they were checking down to him. Um, That, that might be a fun angle, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the Houston offense could also just look like hot trash this week. I mean, let's not forget that Brandon Staley at times has deployed a defense that has confused teams. So maybe yeah, and Jake uh, Paquin, a uh, friend of the program, uh, throwing out Nico Collins in the chat. That he's always fun to play. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, as far as like guys in the three thousand range that could really pop off, I I wouldn't be mad at a Nico Collins play. Yeah, early in the week that would I mean I would have done that uh before the news. It'll he'll be a popular play now, I bet. Uh, or a more popular play. 10 a, a next 10 a.m. game Detroit heading to Atlanta. The Falcons are laying 6, Sean. This is absolutely amazing. A team with a negative 126 point <laughs> differential, be, best for worst in the league or I guess worst for best. Minus 250 on the money line. Lions plus 210. Lions, by the way, are three points behind in the point uh, differential game at minus 123. Lions, insane. Lions. So the worst two teams in point differential, and one's laying six points. Lions uh, plus 210. 42 and a half is the total. Uh, Sean, you know, we might as well uh, smash the. Because uh, one week after watching you go through the roller coaster that is betting on Matt Ryan, I am coming back to that window and saying yes, please, and twice as much because there's no pass rush here. I'm not worried about that. Jared Goff, they're they're celebrating. <clears throat> COVID list is confirmation that they're celebrating that win. Uh, and like I gave it out last week, but the point differential thing—they're now zero and five. The Falcons against teams with winning records, uh, minus one nineteen points in that, in those games. So the rest of the games are only minus seven and they're six and three. They can play well against bad teams. Detroit happens to be one of the worst. So, and like I mentioned earlier, they're number three in, in ATS. So they're, they're due for a little ATS regression. Uh, if you dive deeper into them being a good ATS team, you'll see they're actually only two and three against shorter numbers. Uh, it's really the big number seven or, or more that they cover at, at a seven and two clip. So 
I, I, there's too many reasons to to come back to the Matt Ryan angle and Sean. I I, I hate to to bury the the lock at the end of that. I don't know how this isn't a lock. Yeah, we, I mean, well, and and we saw we saw Detroit after a win last time, and then they went and got their ass kicked in uh, Denver. I, I I don't see how this isn't a similar matchup here. And yeah, Matt Ryan sucks, but again, he's going up against Jared Goff. Who career game for Jared Goff as far as uh, you know uh, him looking decent. I think, yeah, I struggle to imagine Detroit kind of getting up for this game at all. It's a day after Christmas. Your season's been over for a long time. Now you have to go on the road after you just won a game. Like I, I just don't see them getting pumped up for this game at all. And yeah, Atlanta minus six. How could you not take Atlanta? That, again, this is the only thing that scares me here is who is betting Detroit and why. A Swift and J- uh, Jamal Jamal Williams off the COVID list, so he's gonna yeah. be back. And and I guess Swift could practice. Um, I, I don't know if you're Detroit, you you have to start wondering if maybe you don't need to put Swift back on the field this year. I I don't know. Like that's got to at least be crossing their minds. So uh, last thing um, to to throw out for this game. Detroit is the public team right now. So, uh, you know, 70, wow, 70, really? 70% of the tickets. All right. Uh, <laughs> so That's yeah, I insane. mean, you know, Atlanta could be a, a crafty sharp play like Sean and myself, 10 AM Baltimore, Cincinnati. This game was ugly last time. Bengals absolutely beat that ass this time. Minus two and a half minus one forty on the money line, Baltimore plus one twenty. Forty four and a half is the total. Harbaugh revenge angle certainly mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. Do we know if uh, I'm assuming Lamar is playing? Although, I mean, is this line that really that different if it's Huntley or Lamar? I mean, it would probably be reflected in the line, but I mean, Huntley looked really good. Huntley looked good. Um, Huntley looked good. Huntley, Huntley looks like he got like the goddamn Ravens know how to pick quarterbacks. Because he's playing, the team is playing better when he is out there uh, over the last, you know, small sample size, but over the last like seven, eight games, you look when it's been Huntley, you look when, it, look when it's been Lamar, and the Huntley time is when they're scoring all the points. And so, to your, I don't know, I don't know what happens to the line. If I think this means Lamar is playing, I think we expect Lamar to play, or at least we have optimism that he's going to play. Um, that being said, why would we think this game is going to be any different than last time? They don't have uh, any, like the defensive back situation was probably better back then yeah. than it is now. Uh, this Bengals team isn't exactly riding high. Like that was the crescendo. That was the peak of their season. They've slipped since then. They need to get back to that. So I, I think this will be a very focused Bengals team. I worry because Harbaugh's a, a great coach, but how many times? I mean, this dude's losing a lot of close games this year, Sean, and that's the difference. Yeah. So, well, no, they they were winning a bunch of close games, and now they're, you know, hashtag regression to the mean, hashtag uh, positive regression. It it seems to be flipping on them, and they they've lost their last three games by a combined four points, which is kind of an insane stat. Uh, you know, you give them plus two and a half in any one of those games, and they cover. That's kind of what scares me, and also just a, it's not that easy to sweep a division opponent. It's uh, hard. Baltimore. What's up? It's Harbaugh. That's what scares me. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually going. 
I mean, you laid out a good case in the defensive backs and everything, but uh, I'm actually going Ravens here. I I think I think they're going to be dialed in, and I think again, it's a revenge game in division. We see that all the time in this in the AFC North. It's just a real crapshoot. I'm going to take the team getting two and a half points, and I I really like it if uh, honestly if Huntley doesn't play, or sorry if Lamar doesn't play, and you can get like a three and a half or four. I really like it, but you know, assuming Lamar is going to play, I'll still take Baltimore plus two and a half. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think what would scare me off of putting a massive bet on the Bengals is I also like Baltimore teased this all. Like, I, I that's the other side of this. I look at that as like, well, how is that the second leg of my tease? Even though I like Cincinnati minus two and a half. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Anyway, outside my mind, back onto the sheet. Rams, Vikings, Vikings at home plus three, plus one thirty on the money line, minus one fifty four. The Rams forty nine is the total. Kirk Cousins in prime time. What the fuck? What the hell, Kurt? You're you're covering. You're you're all of a sudden you're a big play guy. Um, Sean, I I, I guess this is 10 AM. This is, this is Kirk cousins time. And I don't know how we feel about this Rams team taking to the road, but man, a one dimensional passing attack with the Vikings with, with uh, that defense coming to town, bouncing off the COVID uh, they got the win, even in spite of COVID. I, I don't know. I guess may, are you, are you on the Rams here? Cause uh, it's, it seems like a much easier case to make. Ah, uh. Yeah, I mean, I keep going against Kirk Cousins, and he keeps. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Kirk Cousins in prime time, he's red hot. Ryan is nothing sacred. Can we rely on nothing? Uh, Madison looks like he's going to be back off the COVID list. I don't know how much that moves things. And Rams on the road, road favorite off a Tuesday night game. I don't know. That's that's a tough spot. That's the part where it's like situationally, I. I don't love this. Uh, I don't love this situation for the Rams. Uh, I don't love this. I'm actually gonna there. Uh, I think Warren Sharp had the the nugget, but uh, teams, you know, like basically last year, the teams who had games adjusted, uh, those whatever it was, like six teams, they were one in five the following week, and I think that's gonna. I think the so Rams we, could fall to that. So I'm. I I need Minnesota to lose for the uh, wild card race, but I actually. Minnesota plus three, I, I, I think is the right side here. And you know, we've seen this Rams team. I don't know, like teams, they should put away. They don't. And also I do think, you know, the Matt Stafford uh, pick six fever could be uh, coming back. I don't, I don't know. Like that random run where he had three pick sixes in a row. I, I think something, I think something might be happening. Like it feels like he's due for some big time interceptions here. Yeah, I mean, you have that too. You have the Zimmer familiarity. You, you Zimmer have, knows how to coach. Uh, yeah, Zimmer knows how to game plan against Stafford. I think that's going to be big. And and Dalvin Cook, I think, really can change a game. Uh, I, I guess you would, you know, kind of come back with. Well, they can put, um, you know, they can put their stud cornerback on uh, Justin Jefferson there, so maybe that slows down their passing game. But I I think this is going to be a Dalvin Cook game. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets a ton of ton of yards and, and coming back to the, the Tuesday road game. Uh, I mean, Rams have a bunch of old players too. Like, you know, they're, they're not like a young team by any means. 
and Matt Stafford's back. I mean, not, not meaning like Matt Stafford's coming back, but Matt Stafford's back, like his actual back that couldn't feel good playing that game on Tuesday. And now having to play a game on a Sunday here with the holidays, I, it, it just feels like a lot of travel for a guy who has back issues. And I think that's, I think we're going to see uh, some of that pop up in this game. So yeah, give me the Vikes plus three. I love your angle. Uh, give me the giants plus a 10. I, I got to move that pick over. We got to fade the Eagles. Just like we're fading the Rams here. Uh, I mean, come on. It, it's you nailed it. It's a short week and this They're one an old team too. This, the Vikings one just, it, it it's just a, it's an ultimate like rat poison spread. It, it seems trappy and I confirmed it. 90% of the tickets on the Rams. Come on. Yeah, like that's it's it's going the wrong way for that to be true. All right, Jacksonville heads to New York. By the way, we're both on the Vikings. If that wasn't clear, but uh, Jacksonville heads to New York, where the Jets are favored. Sean, the Jets are favored by one point, minus one twenty on the money line. Jags plus one hundred forty-one is the total. The Jets are favored in a football game. Get the fuck out of here. Give me the Jags. They just get their ass beat by Houston. Now they get to have that uh, Urban Myers gone <laughs> celebration against the Jets. Huge James Robinson game. Have you seen the Jets' uh, COVID list? It's insane. Yeah, there's that too. Uh, Why are they favored? Yeah, well, because the Jags are the worst team in the NFL. Uh, Fifteen Jets are out due to COVID, including uh, Robert Sala, Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, Vera Tucker. And that's where things get wonky too. When you start losing like a bunch of linemen, oh man, I don't know. But Zach Wilson has moments where he's looked slightly better. Someone had this nugget: uh, his six pre-injury starts, he had four total touchdowns, nine turnovers. In his four post-injury starts, five total touchdowns and only three turnovers. Oh. So somehow getting injured made Zach Wilson better. I don't know. Like I, I, I like Zach Wilson better than Trevor Lawrence. I mean. Trevor Lawrence, I, I keep uh, going back and forth with uh, guys in the Eagles thread. Uh, one of our, uh, one of the guys we're friends with, he's, he's just a massive uh, Jalen hurts hater. Mm. And so I, I, I'm like, God, oh, it looks better than Trevor Lawrence. And he's like, you would rather have hurts than Trevor Lawrence. I go, I, I understand all the potential with Trevor Lawrence, but Ryan, we watch all the games. Like he looks like shit. He looks really bad. I get it. The Jags are a disaster and the urban Meyer situation was gross and he doesn't have any players around him. But at the end of the day, he wasn't making throws. He, he was just, he can't throw the ball. Like not consistently doesn't seem to see the field. Well, Um, you know, doesn't set his feet, like just basic stuff. He looks really, really bad. He, he looks like he has room for improvement. I think, I think having the urban Meyer like stank slowly rot away. Like the clearly some of it had to do with that. Like I, he seems like yes. maybe he was stunting growth a, a little bit, but um, I think Zach Wilson's looked worse period. Like I, I, I hear your case, but at the end of the day, like when I watch Trevor Lawrence, I, I see a guy who looks like he's trying to be an NFL quarterback. When I watch Zach Wilson, he's still trying to be a fucking like uh, you know showboat college guy, and he just stands there and he just waits and waits and waits until bam, he gets blown up or his receiver gets blown up or whatever. I, this is sad, but I, I'm gonna 
The Jags were an auto fade until the Jets were fit. The Jets should not be favored in a football game, Sean. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. It's one point. Essentially to pick them. You're the crazy. Jets have been the Jets have been frisky at home. I, I mean, again, the COVID issues, yeah. we'll see which of these guys are actually able to play. I already bet but it. But come on. I'm I'm taking the Jets. They have the better quarterback. Zach Wilson has played better. And uh yeah, I'm going Jets. Let's go. Jets, baby. Sean, this is just day one of the outbreak. It, like this game's almost certainly gonna get postponed, right? Uh, I have no idea. Jets, Jags, um, Tuesday night football. Colby is my dad. Four twenty wanted you to throw in a, a New York, New York money line parlay, right? No, not this week. The Jags are gonna. The Jags are. Listen, this year I got the the draft order in front of me because it's. I wanted to talk about it in this for this single game. The Jags. This is the Jags franchise. They win this game somehow. This is the kind of thing they do. They're going to come out. They're going to win a game that's going to fuck up the first pick. Oh, come on. If there's anyone that can fuck up a first pick, it's it's the New York Jets. I mean, come on. Well, the Jets won't have well, it, it will get the Jets closer to having an opportunity to fuck up the first pick. So, all right, we'll take the Jags. Last early game, Buffalo heads to New England where the Patriots are minus 2, minus 135 on the money line. Bills plus 115, 43 and a half is the total. Uh, I know where I sit on this, Sean. Uh, are, does New England get both from Buffalo this year? It's tough. It's tough. Uh, revenge game. They asked, uh, they asked, reporter asked Josh Allen what he wanted for Christmas. And he said, just to go out and execute. <laughs> That's how dialed in. That's how focused. He is. This is weird. Why, also, why is the spread not three? I, 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 that's I want, what I don't get. I want some execution in my stocking, please. Yes. <laughs> why is this, Ryan? Answer me this. Why is this, why is it not New England minus three? Um, because this time it's not going to be like last game. It was the Patriots plus the weather versus the Bills. Because let's be honest, who was impacted more by no passing in the game? Obviously, the Buffalo Bills. This game, I don't think we're going to see that. I don't think we're going to see a two versus one tag team matchup. So that's where the difference is. Now, why it's not two and a half versus two, I don't know. Do I love teasing Buffalo up to eight? Absolutely. Hopefully, it doesn't get boned in the same way that the Colts boned the Patriots uh, in my teaser last week with Jonathan Taylor. Just, by the way, he was also clocked as the fastest player in the NFL in a game. During that play, taking over the top spot from Tyree Kill, who I have a wager on to to win that at six to one, Sean. <laughs> no way too much about the speed stuff. So yeah, I think uh, you know it's going to be a cold game. It's not going to be a windy game. I think you give the Bills back the ability to pass. I mean, it's like they played with that. Like it's the literal like his right hand was tied behind his back in the last game. So that's the answer to the question. I like Buffalo. I like Buffalo on the money line. Um, I'd, I'd be surprised. I mean, I'd be surprised to see this get to three at all this week. I think you're going to see weird. I, I, I don't understand why it's not three, but it doesn't seem like the three point default spread for um, home games is there anymore. They seem to be adjusting it also. uh, Yeah. I'm I'm with you on the bills. I have uh, inside information that bill Belichick is under the weather. No word yet. If it's uh, COVID, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being COVID. Uh, and him having to miss the game because he he is my source uh, close to the situation said he was displaying symptoms. So 
if that's true, uh, then it's it's tougher to come back in that in this time frame. So I think there's a decent chance we don't see Bill Belichick at this game, and that's obviously a massive, massive um, thing for the Bills. And the Bills are going to be 100% dialed in for this game. Not that New England won't, but I I, I really like this spot for the Bills. Yeah, I, I sorry, I was I might have seemed distracted because I was getting down you know, a little uh, abbreviated schedule with the holidays and everything. I was getting down on some action here. You make the strong case. Uh, I mean, maybe you answered your own question as to why the number is already short, short of three. Oh, because right. because they're factoring in no Belichick. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Or maybe I mean, put it this way: maybe it's more than just Belichick. Like maybe there's like a non-COVID bug going around. You know? Yeah. Either way, I'm on the Bills. Ryan, before we get to the afternoon games, want to shout out SoBet. That's right. Head over to SoBet.io slash SGPN. Get over there, download their app, start challenging your friends and family to uh, to sports gambling, right? It's very easy to set up a bet and then you can send it uh, to your friends. You can get it to them or uh, send them a link and then they can accept it. You can tie your uh, third party. Uh, payment uh, options there as well. So bet is, you know, it's social betting, meaning like, Hey, you're hanging around Christmas. You know, your old man's talking about how he thinks uh, Arizona is going to get the job done against the Colts. You're a big Colts fan for whatever reason you like the Colts, send them, send him a little less. So bet, Uh, you know, let him put his money where his mouth is. It's social betting. It's you versus the guy across the table. It's, it's what betting's all about. Go to sobet.io slash SGPN. Sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course, make sure you also check out Better Fantasy. That's right. Betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. A better way to play fantasy. As soon as you sync your league, you'll see uh, spreads, money line, totals, all those things pop up. So you can actually bet on your fantasy football team, little action on top of your action. And if you're already, uh, you know, already been eliminated, it's fun to bet on, uh, you know, the other teams in still in the playoffs. There, they have uh, free to play games as well for prop bets, Monday primetime uh, action as well, and you can uh, trade it all in for gift cards too. Betterfantasy.com/slash SGPN. All right, afternoon football, 105 on the West Coast. Chicago heads to Seattle, where the Seahawks are minus six and a half. Minus two eighty on the money line. Chicago plus two forty. Forty three is the total. I mean, <clears throat> this is a quit bowl, right? Which team yeah. wants to quit more? Both teams, uh, you know, looking at that draft, they're they're both uh, sneaking around the top five picks. I mean, well, not not Seattle because they don't have their pick. No, neither the Jets. Team, have neither team pick. has their pick. That's the most oh. hilarious part. Chicago, of course, owned by the yes, Giants. You're right. Um, I, I don't know. Like there, this is a very difficult game for me to handicap because on one hand, you know, I, I, I see this as a game where Justin Fields could have some success, but I also, I'm more likely to believe the bears have quit. And I'm more likely to believe that Pete Carroll and his rah, rah bullshit has Seattle showing up in a game. They can obviously win a holiday weekend. Russ, you know, still, you know, uh, He's he's entertaining roses from other teams, and so uh, I think he's still motivated to go out there and do something. My instincts say take the Seahawks, lay the points. I'm very chalky this week, Sean. I'm just realizing, like, yeah, scary I'm going, chalky. Uh, I'm going, uh, I'm going Chicago here. Um, 
I, I hate that. I keep picking the bears. I, I don't know why I feel like I've locked them up a couple times. Keep picking them a bunch. The Jimmy Graham two touchdown angle that that was uh that should have paid off. He was getting red zone looks. Didn't want to <laughs> catch the ball, but um, yeah, I'm going Chicago here. I think of all the people in this game, the one that really has something to play for is Justin Fields. He's a rookie. He wants to he wants to show out for the new head coach, and uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to be fired up for this game. And your Russ is like, you know, he's out the door. They've locked his first losing season. Seattle's just in a tough spot. I, I just don't get where you can lay six and a half right now for Seattle. They are getting Tyler Lockett back. So I do think they'll be able to throw the ball in the bears, but I'll, I'll take Chicago plus six and a half. I don't think he quits. I, I, I don't think Russ, you think Russ has quit. Yeah. Oh boy. Those are strong words, Sean. I don't know if we can come back from that kind of statement about our guy. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, the, I don't know. My instincts just said grab Seattle, so I'll, I'm going to stick with it. Next up, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. The Chiefs laying ten, forty six is the total. I didn't write down the money line here because when when I was putting down the numbers, Sean, I didn't. I we didn't have anything for this one, so I'm going to circle back on the money line. But uh, while I do that. Are you like the Kansas City Chiefs machine is back? Clear favorites to win the win the conference. No one can stop them. Uh, this a lot of points for Tomlin, but Road Big Ben is reaching all time levels oh, of like you got to get way clear of that that situation. Yeah, I, I mean this Pittsburgh team, it's so weird. Uh, just in general, I, I still don't know how they won that. Uh, I'm still scratched by head how they beat that Titans team. They they get plays, and that's really that's why I'm on Pittsburgh here, getting double digits. I mean, I I know you're taking Road Big Ben, but T.J. Watt, that guy, that guy gets some turnovers, and I think they'll be able to they'll have some good luck turning over the Chiefs. I think they know Big Ben sucks on the road, so I think they're going to go out of their way to run the ball <laughs> a ton with Najee Harris. And I, I think to the, you know, the chiefs defense was playing really well, kind of, uh, kind of fell apart there uh, against the chargers, fortunate to get that win. Very fortunate, obviously to get that cover, but also Patrick Mahomes looked off, Ryan, you were on the narrative of he's got bags under his eyes. Uh, some chiefs fans reached out. They said it's cause he has a new kid, whatever the reason is, he seems a little off. Um, his accuracy was pretty bad in that chargers game. I like the I like the Steelers getting ten points. They're they're a proud team. They're a good team. Ten points is way too much for Pittsburgh. Uh, and then you, I mean, you also have to sprinkle in all the COVID news going on in uh, in Kansas City. Uh, it does seem like it could be a lower scoring game. Big Ben. I mean, honestly, I I've talked myself into today the idea of playing Clyde Edwards-Helaire as the bring back to a Big Ben stack of sorts. Because yeah, I could see them uh, getting into a situation where whether they're being blown out or not, them finding a way to get back in the back door because Big Ben don't quit, and maybe Road Big Ben sucks in the first half, but second half Road <laughs> Big Ben is great in garbage time. So it just feels dangerous to because it, it's also Tomlin. Like how often, like with that that just seeing Tomlin stoic on the sideline, like his team's down twenty one at the half, just him looking pissed as fuck. So they're about to go in the locker room and he's about to lay into them. My instincts say Pittsburgh loses this game though, so that they can get back on the Tomlin line. 
and and, yeah. and sort things it is, out. It is dangerous to <laughs> take them when they're above the Tomlin line. But I mean, you know, obviously monitor the situation with the Chiefs and the COVID news. It, <laughs> these teams that are are outbreaking, like it's really hard to want to get behind that situation. Like, it, well, yeah, it seems. Uh, I, I don't know. Is Tyreek going to be back? Obviously, that probably doesn't move it uh, the the spread a ton. But then also, I saw their kicker is going to be out a hundred percent because he's unvaccinated. So it, it's um, like an upside thing. Like they're they're not the, the in a best case scenario. Do we still like Pittsburgh getting ten against the healthy Kansas City team? Probably. Probably. I think Kansas City's defense is going to have to get involved to screw this one up for us. By the way, Sean, the money line was plus 270, minus 350 uh, for the Chiefs. All right. Next up, Denver. They're heading to uh, last of the 125 late afternoon slots. Denver heads to Las Vegas, take on the Raiders, where the Raiders are a one point favorite, minus 120 on the money line. Denver plus 142 is the total. Oh, man. In some ways, I feel like this is an absolute situational. Like we just saw Denver uh, in a bad spot, and now they're going to the opposite of that. They're a dog. They're not the favorite. They're playing a, a bad team. They're not playing a good team. And so, again, instincts had me immediately hop on the Broncos here because I, I think we just saw a Raiders team take advantage of a beat up, uh, injured slash sick. Browns team. So I, I think the Broncos is the play. What scares me is the quarterback situation. Sean, yeah. what, what is the quarterback situation in Denver? They're starting drew lock and I can't, I cannot bet on drew lock, Brian. I just can't do it. If Teddy Bridgewater was starting this game, Oh, all in 100% love it. I mean, you know, you watch that Bengals game. You remember that play where the lineman just ripped the ball right out of drew locks hands. That's not happening to Teddy Bridgewater. Stuff like that just happens to Drew Locke, and he's just not a good quarterback. He turns the ball over a ton. And this Raiders team, you know, don't tell them that they're out of the playoffs. Don't tell them that they're out of the mid. They randomly kind of uh, show up and bring a little, uh, I don't know, they're, they definitely haven't quit. I don't think their, uh, you know, interim head coach is, is anything special, but he, he has gotten them up for some games. I think uh, I like the Raiders here a lot, actually, and at minus one. I mean, again, anytime I can fade Drew Lock, I'm doing it. Uh, my ins, uh, Drew Lock on the road. Come on, that's that's my entire handicap. I just think they're going to be able to run the ball. I think they can go in there, hand the ball off, keep it simple, let the defense play and do their thing against the Raiders. Maybe I'm being foolish, but give me the Broncos. Sunday night football, Washington. Washington heads to Dallas where the Cowboys lay in 10 and a half minus four seventy five on the money line, Washington football team plus three fifty forty sevens. The total Washington's got to have a, a lot of people coming back uh, off the COVID list. So that's, that's a positive. And the Cowboys just don't look like a team that can, I, everything I said about Dakota rain and that offense, I take back. They don't look like they're going to win any shootouts anytime soon. And you know, once again, the football team with nobody only lost by 10 to an Eagles team. That's looking pretty good right now. Oh, wow. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that. Compliment. Offense is looking better than the Cowboys offense. 
I do. <laughs> and so Cowboys offense looks really bad. I mean, Zeke using some, yeah, using some tr- tr- transitive property bullshit. I, I think I like, I like fading the Cowboys as usual, Sean. Yeah, I mean, what scares me is that they, again, the Tuesday turnaround for this team. But I think to your point, since so many guys were off, uh, didn't play last week for Washington, I think um, you know they end up getting a lot of those guys back, and that ends up being the difference. So I don't think the Tuesday thing uh, will impact them as much here. I, I think they get the cover. I don't, I don't know about. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, play the money line for this Washington team. And again, they. You know their D line is pretty good, and you know Jordan Mailata didn't have his uh, best game. Um, so I, I think the I think that Washington defensive line can create some havoc for the the Cowboys. And we saw, I mean that that horrible pick six um, by Dak against the WFTs. Like they really Dallas, uh, uh, their offense really struggles, and I think Washington's defense kind of has them figured out uh, at least enough uh, to cover this ten and a half. Nice. Yeah. I mean, th- this seems too obvious. Uh, maybe, maybe we, we watch these games too closely, but Washington, this is a great spot. Monday night football, Miami heads, the new Orleans, uh, two party cities right here. And somehow not any real COVID issues for these teams. Uh, mm. Saints minus three minus one sixty five on the money line dolphins plus one forty five thirty eight and a half. and a half monster low total. Um, Service Academy total almost, Sean. That is funny. Why is it so low? Uh, both teams are going to play defense, and both teams have offenses you don't necessarily trust. Yeah, uh, I just, you know, if you're going to say they're similar teams, you like the home defense better. But which quarterback do you like more? I, Taysom Hill has not been good, and they're coming off the game that they get up for every year. So there's a natural yeah. letdown spot here, and and for whatever reason, Bl- Flores has this team rocking and rolling and and they seem to be buying in and they need every win. So I, again, motivation, everything I, I give edges to Miami. The only part is like the coaching edge again, like Sean Payton, is he going to be dialed in? Cause if he is, I think I might lean to the saints, but I'm taking the dog. Well, and he was out, he was out last game and they still got the the win against Tampa Bay. But yeah, this to me is just more a, a situational thing, right? They new Orleans played the, uh, Game of the year, beat yeah. the Bucks, and now it's a letdown city back at home, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. love taking Tua, obviously, but they <laughs> they just keep winning. Yeah. And uh, you know, granted, they didn't get the cover against the Jets, but still, they're looking they're looking competent. And it's again, it's all situational to me. It just seems like such a massive letdown spot here for the Saints, uh, for them to come out flat. And again, their offense still struggled pretty hard. Against that uh, Bucks team, their defense played great, but that's a, you know, that's an effort thing. That's a like getting up for the game thing, and I don't see that here. I mean, uh, I don't like going against New Orleans at home on Monday night, but I think situationally you got to do it. I, I love that you're on uh, Tua Road, Big Ben, Zach Wilson laying points, uh, Kyle Shanahan on the road laying points, and Matt Ryan laying points this week, Sean. Good luck. You've done a lot of damage. I mean, you've just put yourself in a situation where you're going to be that nothing is going to be settled until the last second. Nothing. I, I do like the Miami angle though. Like it, it feels like uh, Miami is going to be 
Miami's in the bucket of teams that could be that like late closer who goes on a playoff run at this point. Cause I think they can do enough on defense. And I think Tua I just it, I can't <laughs> see Tua winning a playoff game run. Uh, I think they're the team that comes in hot and then just lays just a gets complete crushed. turd once uh you know they run out of steam once they hit the playoffs. Again, assuming uh, they get in. Name uh rank your top fourteen quarterbacks. Seven from each conference. You're gonna get to bet against some of them in the playoffs. All right, Sean. Uh it it's uh lock dog tease. Oh man, I'm looking I'm looking for the music. Lock Dog Tees, of course, brought to you by prizepicks.com. Promo code SGP for the 100% deposit bonus. DFS simplified, prizepicks.com. Happy birthday. All right, so I'm going to do it. First lock is going to be Atlanta minus six. Yeah, how do you not lock them up? I'm just. Last week I didn't go uh, and fire off with the clear gut plays. This 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 week I'm doing that because uh, for my dog, I was I was pretty chalky to start, and then I got a little bit more uh, got a little bit more dog friendly. Sean, we're taking the Washington football team. They're going to be a bunch of guys coming off the COVID list, and this Cowboys team looks like shit. I'm not doing good job identifying uh, small dogs. So I'm just going back to the big dogs. Give me the football team against the Cowboys. They hate the Cowboys. This big game should yeah. not be uh, 350. For my tees, I told you start it up with Green Bay. So we'll do that. Uh, the next leg, I, I told you. Uh, let's go Buffalo up to eight. That's that seems like a clear uh, spot. And then I, I told you I liked it, even though I I took Cincinnati. <sighs> No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go against that's bad juju. All right. Last leg. Let's tease Minnesota up to nine. Oh, okay. I like that. Famous last words. Let's tease Minnesota uh, second lock Buffalo plus two. Uh, I think you're giving Josh Allen his his arm back and he can now throw the ball. I, I love it. I, I, I think this is going to be a great game, but I, I think Josh Allen wins. And you're telling me Josh Allen as a road dog, nine, three and two in his career. Uh, let's go. Let's go. All right. TB 12. No TB 11, Tampa Bay minus 11. Ooh. I mean, doesn't get any chalkier than that, but this Carolina team is done. And uh, you know, the Tampa Bay's defense is going to have a field day with Cam Newton or if uh, if Sam injured Sam Darnold comes back and uh, makes a little run for them for my dog, God, I like the Bears again, but I'm I'm refusing to play them as a dog. And I and you already took Washington. Dare I say the Pittsburgh Steelers? That's kind of crazy, but this, oh man, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Ryan. Big dogs are nothing. Give me Pittsburgh money line. Let's go. For my uh, tease, give me Green Bay minus one, Atlanta as a pick, and then uh, I'm stealing your Minnesota plus nine. For my second lock, ooh, I really like Arizona minus one, but I might. <laughs> I mean, I do like that angle of fading teams coming off Tuesday as well. Minnesota is interesting. Washington plus 10 and a half is, I mean, that's a shit ton of points, but they're also coming off the Tuesday. I'll stay away from that. Oh, you know, 
Raiders minus one. Come on. <laughs> Your luck. What am I doing here? Oh, geez. Old Staples. Play oh the quarterbacks, right? Let's go. Oh my goodness. You just put right. Derek Carr and Tom Brady in the same category. Locks. That's right. Let's do it. Thank you guys as always for tuning in to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Leave a nice rating review on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify now has ratings. So uh, toss us a rating. I think it's only on mobile right now, but uh, send in a screenshot of you sending in a rating. Uh, you know, tweet us at Gambling Podcast, and uh, that'll also go for your chance to win free gear every Monday, aka Merch Monday. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. No, oh, fuck the Cowboys. Kramer, let it ride.